0: You are listening to The Savage Fincast, Episode 69, Shocking Debut. Chicago. A criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in its terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast, the most ambitious crossover event in history. My name is Jim Purcell. I'm Craig Olson. I'm Raven Perez. And we return for this momentous, momentous episode sixty-nine episode. Sixty nine, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not too far away to get to the four hundred and twentieth episode, so these milestones don't 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 come <laughs> around once a fortnight.
1: How dare you neglect episode one eighty seven?
0: My name, of course, <laughs> is Jim Purcell. Did we already do this? Wait, <laughs> wait did we? Yes. yes. I feel like we skipped <laughs> that part. Are you sure? No. This isn't the 420 episode? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> if I go back and find out we didn't introduce ourselves, I'll be of so mad. did.
1: Allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> yes, we totally did. We totally did.
2: All right. So let's jump into it.
1: News, motherfuckers. We already
2: did the news. You don't remember? I don't.
1: How much weed have you been smoking?
2: I've got a sweet, sweet can of Hetty Topper here. You guys know what Hetty Topper is? No, but... The most delicious beer in all the world. Is that like Pabst? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. Any of our listeners that are beer drinkers out there will know what Hetty Topper is.
1: It's like Molson's.
2: Definitely not.
1: <laughs> definitely Gen- definitely delicious.
0: All right, let's do some news, guys. We are, we're not—we're not going to list off more regional beers, okay? No, we're not. Still You're ruining seeing. it for me.
1: <laughs> I think we got some pretty sweet ass news. Uh, this is an achievement.
0: Um. So yeah, our fir- uh, first news item. Uh, status update. Bow down, bow The Savage Dragon Wiki is moving; has a new home. Oh. Uh, the Savage Dragon Wiki currently is hosted on wikispaces.com. Uh, Wikispaces apparently is a failed business and will be closing down for good <laughs> at the 1st of July. So we have, or I believe, who did it? Craig, was it you? Who backed up this? Uh,
2: uh Wiki? Gavin and I started it, but it's its own thing now. But yeah, and Eric's kind of paying foot in the bill because he uses it so much. Right. But uh but like, who backed it up? Who who did the pull? Stefan made it. I did. Uh, I sent I sent it over to uh, Stefan.
0: All right. So you've re- you've you've basically archived the uh, HTML uh, data so that the actual wiki-, wiki is now preserved. Unfortunately, because of the way wikis work, it's not an easy task to like. We can re-upload it. You can still browse it, but actually editing it is now going to be pretty much impossible. So we're going to have to consider at some point in the future. Uh, transposing it into a different wiki. Uh, well, right
2: now it's going to the SavageDragon.com official site with Stefan how do you say his last name? Kal She. Huh? Never mind. Uh.
1: Stefan K? Stefan
2: K, who's the webmaster of the official Savage Dragon website, does a damn good job too.
1: Been working tirelessly to keep that site looking kick ass and above and beyond because I mean News flash, dear listeners. This motherfucker here tried to help and couldn't. It was a paradox of mazes. <laughs> I tell it's, you what, the like the Wikispaces. Sorry, didn't
2: did I cut you off, Raven? No, I was done. Uh, the the WikiSpaces really started kind of like it, Gavin Higginbotham, the editor of Savage Dragon, had all this information on like spreadsheets. Basically mm-hmm. for himself. And we got to talking, and this is about eight years ago now because my daughter is going to be eight this year and it happened right around the time she was born I was I was talking to him and we decided to try to make a wiki out of it and we spent tons of time putting it together I took all of Gavin's notes and came up with a design for the wiki which was decent at the time it's kind of dated now but what was cool thing was is that you know we were just making it for the fans and eric started using it and really got involved because it was helping him keep track of pretty much everything because you know 200 and something issues later it's hard to keep track of every single character
1: 25 so,
2: years of continuity i mean yeah my god dude so it came to a point where it was actually more useful for eric than anyone else at this point to help you know keep the story going and figure out who's where and So we definitely want to keep it going. Uh, It's a great resource for the fans. Um, I use it. I have it open every time we do a podcast just to check on things um, to make sure that we're, uh, you know, not making shit up. But uh, (laughs) uh, hopefully we can figure out a way to make it, you know, more of a wiki and not a static HTML so that uh, we can continue to add and everyone can get in on it.
1: It'll get there. Um, What's going to have to happen? You guys already covered it, basically. But the most important thing was preserving it, like just fucking catching it. Because when Wikispaces went down, that shit was just going to be lost.
2: I I definitely made a bunch of backups. But yeah, it's cool that it's at least up. At least three separate
0: hard drives.
1: (laughs) So now the process of converting it over is going to probably be some slow brute force copy paste it's going
0: to probably end up being a lot of copy uh making templates and copy pasting text
1: yeah Yeah. which guess what i mean you know what you're talking to fucking if you do a little bit of something every day before you know it you've done a fucking ton of things so
0: i think it's not the real question is like what software we're going to use there's i think there's some other wiki options out there but not all of them are free no and matter of fact we were paying for this one and eric was footing
2: the bill really like i said yeah, Actually, because... i thought i
0: thought wiki, wiki spaces was free which uh, there's they...
2: a free version and there's a paid version and at the point i think we needed it we needed it the paid version to get the options that we wanted mm. it wasn't that much but it was you know it was something i think it was like 50 bucks
1: a year or something like that
0: I Wonder what wikia pit charges I looked through a lot of them. Some of them can get
1: quite expensive. Dude, we look through so many. There's fucking some... And on top of that, it's also kind of exciting because um, there's some really cool shit out there now, too. So, not saying that it has to be, like, cool and crazy with a ton of options and things, but I'm just saying, like, you know, whenever Savage Dragon Wiki mutates into its new final form, eh, it's gonna be kind of cool. <laughs> uh, we got
2: some options from other wiki people, like I think like the Image Wiki guys or the Invincible Wiki guys, but they wanted full control of it, and we weren't. Oh, that's we're, right.
0: That was the big thing: is that those other ones are like publicly editable, whereas this one was members only, right? Yeah, and I don't really have an
2: objection against publicly editable as long as we could change anything that gets fucked up right. and we back it up. But
1: I think. Honestly, it the way it's getting used for actual like issues probably don't want that. Because well, like, think how easy that would be for someone to like just slip in and sneak in some little detail that no one noticed, and the next thing you know, it's in a fucking issue.
2: <laughs> oh, I, mean, I no
0: see what you're just I don't saying.
2: Know. Yeah. I don't think anyone cares that much until like, they want to do that, but I could be wrong.
1: Craig, that will be covered in our very ne- last segment of the news. <laughs> <laughs> all there's, right. There's some goddamn haters out there. That's all so, I'm saying. Shall we move on then? Yes, we shall. All well, right. thank you, Stefan. That's a fucking thing, though. Thank you, Stefan and Craig, for your fucking hard work. Because uh, these two have been really putting it down like biscuits to bricks to get man. this shit going.
2: We can't leave Gavin out. Most of that, the the original stuff was all his text. I mean, that was tons and tons of stuff, but anyway. I
1: just meant the, uh, the rescue effort. Yeah. I just meant... Uh, cool. <laughs>
2: Alright, so Savage Dragon issue 236 solicitation. We got the, the text, and that, if uh, listeners out there, if you guys have seen it, the cover of it has the, the three uh, dragon kids, Malcolm's three kids, and then, like, it looks like they're kind of charging after this hand that's like off panel kind of in a way that looks like it's got electric powers and the solicitation reads kids night out in the first ever adventure malcolm dragon's kids chase down a deadly threat on their own but the menace they face is no ordinary foe it's the latest addition to the dragon family unleashed against an unsuspecting populace so apparently it's the It's a new child that uh, Maxine is carrying. At least that's what I'm getting out of this. And uh, I don't know what's going on here. If they're trying to capture it or what.
1: Beat its little ass. (laughs) Baby fight. That's what I want to see. I got to tell you, I've seen multiple baby fight clubs. Like children's daycare fight club stories. What? And uh, I'm into it. What? Yeah. Like daycare?
2: Like uh, the teachers are just having the kids fight, yeah, and they give the
1: winners prizes and stuff like that. Like Sounds what, candy or something. Yeah, probably. What are kids? Kids, they're dumb. Give them a penny.
0: Here's a question about a uh, <laughs> na- national news. Any of you guys hear about the uh, the 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 Fight Club that was going on at a the substitute teacher? Yeah, yeah. So that has yeah. made national news. That's literally in the town I live in. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> Good people You got there? Yeah. Jim, first rule, first rule. You shouldn't be talking about this. Yeah.
1: Are we in Project Mayhem phase? Is that what you're trying to test?
2: Hey man, this kid's a shit in like high school or whatever. He was, you know, is he in high school or middle school?
0: I think it was a high school. Yeah, kids, are little
2: assholes. They probably kids are uh... assholes.
0: Fuck kids. Yeah. <laughs> hell with them. The hell with them. I was one Just once. I could say out. it. Fight it out. Yeah. Let them duke it out. That's shit. Only the strong will survive. Kids are too fucking aggressive.
1: <laughs> this cover it really stirred up a lot of uh, emotion.
0: What? What? The, what the, the, the kids? Kids? Yeah, the
1: two thirty two thirty six cover from really. Whom?
0: What do you mean emotion?
1: It really started some shit. Look where we've ended.
0: <laughs> oh, you mean this conversation? Yeah. You shut up, Raven.
1: Been very. I thought right you there. said
0: there was like some sort of backlash against it. Yeah.
1: No, no, nothing Twitter, like Twitter that. Twitter storm. Oh, that's coming, baby. 18. That's be- that's brewing. That's brewing with every news item we're 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 planting the seed more and more. All right, let's move on. 237. Beware the scourge. And that's all their copy is. If you haven't seen the cover, it is a pretty cool-looking villain holding Malcolm in his hand. I it's a good it- cover.
2: I swear to God, if Eric if this is a one and done for this villain, this guy dies in this episode, I'm gonna go strangle Eric.
1: I'm gonna be so sad, bro. I'm gonna <laughs>
2: be
1: so sad. This He's guy's cool gonna looking, be like right?
2: the next, you know, next overlord or something. Canadian man. overlord. You need, a, you need a character that lives more than three issues. Well,
0: I'm telling you. A villain. At this point, the only villain that is alive is the sect stalls. Cummudgeon. Yep, curmudgeon's out there. Brenda Funk's out there. No, she's Dart. dead. Dart. What, Brenda Funk's dead? Yeah, dude. I she... drew that back up. Wait, so she died in that issue? I thought she just went back to being a mud... Uh, in yeah, the get out of here, Raven. She's a mud Got monster. Got fucking head cut off.
1: She's a mud monster. But she's a
0: mud... She's a slop
1: monster. Are you saying that I wasted my goddamn time? <laughs> is, that, is that what you're saying? No, i wrote the canon death of Brenda Funk. <laughs> We got Mako Dart. Yeah, Mako
0: Dart is oh, recurring. Right. She may become a threat again. Oh, definitely, dude. She's
1: got her own dragon baby? You know that bitch is out for blood. It's coming, dude.
2: Whoa, 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 some strong language, dude. You Sorry. Twitter followers attacking us. So,
0: this, <laughs> this Scourge fella. Uh, pretty cool design, we said. Um, the thing about this cover is that Eric could not decide on his font and color choices. As of publication, he has produced
1: um, 380 variants, (laughs) making it the most variant cover for any series. He couldn't decide, so he printed 300 covers. The Variants actually outnumber the actual proper number of Savage Dragon issues, so there you go. Another history-making experiment.
0: Every issue is unique.
1: Somebody in the comments suggested that he do all those covers as variants, and I was just like, you know... How They're comics work? They're not that different. <laughs> like one was like yeah. the letter.
2: <laughs> just the color difference. It's like, eh. yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I'm good. It's not really uh, what you call exciting <laughs> differences. No, but uh, that's cool. It's a cool cover. I think it's time to we uh, move on because we got a packed issue or issue episode. Uh, we're gonna move on to a little segment. It's not news, but it's an item of interest.
0: What did Jim- Eric say on Twitter this week? <laughs> That's it. You just nailed it. That was a home dunk. Yeah, dude, take it away. Well, phew. well, you think I got the details on this? I ain't got shit. Well, I'll um, get the details. Then. As best Listen. I could, as best I can figure. Um, well, you you got might have better details. Here's the, de-
1: here's the details. It's it's simple, dear listeners. So basically, whenever... If you remember the Michelle Perez fiasco, which mm-hmm. was fucking not even a fiasco. Yeah, not, it was a
0: non-story turned into a story.
1: Total non-situation. But uh, for the parties involved, it was a landmark moment to get to have their uh, topic being discussed by Eric or whatever. Who gives a shit? Nobody cares. Nobody who matters cares. At any rate, so fucking... Uh, those diversity in comics types uh, keep haunting Eric's Twitter. Ironically, he's also hated by a lot of um, social justice warrior types. So he's hated. cannot get a break. He's he's a fucking heat magnet for both sides. Cheap heat. So that's what's so funny is that like, and it's funny because like he doesn't have to say anything to provoke them. It seems right.
0: Comment on costumes today and get labeled anti-women.
1: Yeah, and then later say that like you know there should be more something this or that, and fucking all the like uh, Nick beards come out and say Nick So, yeah, so <laughs> basically, the most recent uh, drama du jour. And me and Jim are gonna have a little back and forth because we don't see eye to eye on it. We're we're hot blooded. This is gonna be a fight. And Craig, you'll have to be the moderator. Yeah, we we've got our own. No, opinions.
2: I don't know. I, maybe I'll have my own opinion, guys. Yeah. I don't believe it. Your
0: indifference was right,
1: legendary. So basically, the point is, is that somebody put an article up, and they were like, uh, "Oh, I'm reading a murder mystery written by a man." A dude. And she's like, "And a here, dude. she's like, here it is." And so, in just as short as I can possibly abbreviate this, the main character was female, written by a male. She'd been up for three days investigating her sister's murder relentlessly, and the author stopped to write a passage where she looked in the mirror at herself. And even though she looked bad, she remarked that she still looked good and still, you know, had and stopped to think about, you know, how it had been a while since she had been laid. Well, you know, women no likey sexy in comic. No, I gotta cut you off. I'm joking. I'm joking. That isn't isn't the problem. I just said that to piss you off. I, just said, I swear to God, I know that's not the problem. I just said that to piss you off. No, really, really, for real. I know what the problem is. I'm not. I'm not that dumb. But like, basically, like parties appeared. Both parties appeared to like try and like have a thing. All of a sudden, like Eric was getting shat upon to small extents. Again, no big deal. This is all non drama. Well,
0: well, we should explain why he was getting shat upon. Because yeah, no. he the the issue is that. Should it's not so much that should a man write a female character? It's that when you go when you internalize a character's thoughts, but you're not you know you don't have those experiences, it comes across as uh, it can come across as uh, hackneyed, shallow, cliche, what have you. And 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 so the conversation goes: Should men write women? Should white people write black people? Can, Can can I stop you for one minute? Yes. Right.
2: I'll let you continue it. Do you remember like our th- I don't know if it was our third or fourth episode when we interviewed Joe Keating for about his Glory comic? All right. Do you remember that?
0: Vaguely. Raven well, Raven to to it. doesn't. He I asked
2: here. a question. I felt like such a shithead after I asked the question. I asked Joe, I was like, "Do you find it difficult writing for a woman character?" And he basically just like shit on me. It was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, I just write a character as a character. It doesn't matter if it's male or female. And basically it just tore me apart and I just like crawled in my hole. <laughs> just let him continue. Go back and if you haven't heard it in a while, go back and listen to it. It's oh, I gotta boring. listen to I that. Basically just is like Oop. all right. <laughs> so so it's basically shit on me. So for asking that
0: question. So the, the, the conversation of course, goes to that where the the absurdity is of course of course a, a, a person can write a different person who's not like them we all do it we have to do it that's how you tell a story mm-hmm. my uh, eric's opinion was because i this, i mean i'm trying to distill this down if what i can recall eric's final uh, eric's general opinion on this is because not every woman has the same experience as every other woman on earth you cannot say how any specific woman would react to a situation in a story. So, therefore, it's not that the character was written out of character for the gender. It's that the writing is just bad. Bad writing is bad writing, regardless of your topic, I guess. Mm-hmm. I personally disagree with that. I think you can, you know, misappropriate. Um, gender and race.
2: Um, Uh-oh. I hear the giggles.
0: Yeah. I got in, such in a that, strong in, in disagreement. And that, that you, if you are going to write those characters, you need to be as you need to be familiar enough with enough people to make it feel genuine, rather mm. than in this specific case where the writing felt like the author specifically made a point to say, yeah, my character still is sexy. Yeah. <laughs> So, here's what I'm going to say. This is why
1: I, uh, I fucking think that a lot of the people popping in there saying their piece about... Oh, you shouldn't defend this. How ridiculous. And just, of course, it's Twitter. So everybody took it to the fucking extreme. Mm -hmm. Nobody really, like, fucking read what he wrote. He didn't fucking say that it was good writing. He actually said that it was shitty writing. And he just simply said that people shouldn't be shamed for stepping outside of their comfort zone because that's just going to make writing more boring. You have, as a writer, to challenge yourself. You have to get into fucking weird spots that you don't fucking know. And a lot of the times... It's hilarious. You see memes that address other shit like nobody. You know, there's a meme about, you know, that feeling when you realize you have to write a character that's smarter than you are. That's fucking hilarious. Right. If you've ever written anything and like you're supposed to be writing a fucking engineer or a rocket scientist and you're a, you know just a fucking <laughs> normal person, you realize that's a fucking challenge. Right. So here's the thing. I fucking agree with Eric because. You're not fucking qualified to speak for all women like fucking. There are plenty of women who fucking maybe that was just a quiet moment where she's looking in the mirror and she has that random thought. I mean, that's what books are about. It's not a streamlined movie. Fucking books are about having those meandering inner monologues and fucking a guy sitting there thinking something that would never make it into a film or whatever because you trim all the fat and just get to the fucking like fucking, you know, the meat and potatoes. But, like, okay, it is a bad passage. I'm going to fucking agree that I think that it brought nothing to the moment. Unless, who knows, I didn't read the rest of the book. Unless later it did. Unless later that, or unless before that, that was in some way the way this character fucking is. Like, she's trying to find some silver lining in a, an extremely shitty moment. So, the other thing I'm going to throw in this is that fucking everyone assumes That every writer writes in a fucking like, uh, you know, in a void, like they don't seek out help, like they don't reach out to people. That's fucking preposterous. Every writer I know who's worth a fucking shit. I do it. I'm sure fucking Eric does it. Fucking many, many writers do this. If you don't fucking feel qualified to do something, you reach out to someone. You ask them, does this seem like something that, you know, somebody would actually say? I'm not. In, I, I'm out of my depth here. I fucking need some help. You know, I used to ask my fucking girlfriend. Got you, oh, yeah, in, right.
0: that, that, that's my opinion. Is that if I got, would ask if my I,
1: girlfriend all the time? Is this fucking something that like two girls would realistically? Does this sound like two girls talking?
2: And she's like, like Raven, no, dude,
1: sometimes she would. Sometimes she'd be like, no, this fucking doesn't sound like anything anyone would say. No human being
0: has ever uttered these words.
1: And guess what? I'd have to fucking eat shit and go back and change it. And fucking, all I'm saying is that every writer has a fucking brain trust that they lean on. And the fucking point that Eric made is that you can't fucking make something that's going to make everyone happy. And so fucking the odds are is that this fucking guy did run this fucking book by many women in his life. And probably none of them fucking read it and thought, "Ugh, what a gross, lame passage. So maybe he just needs better friends or harsher critics or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I do think you should get out of your depth. And one last bullet point, I was talking with my fucking uh, bro in fucking college. He's a comic writer too. He's a black guy. And he fucking asked me, he said, point blank. Like, why do you think, most white authors don't write black characters. And I was like fucking, I said, honestly, dude, I said, these days, I said, maybe in the past it was just like fucking laziness or something. I said, these days I just think it's fucking like they know that it's a minefield. Like they're going to get, they're going to fucking take that wrong step and get shit on heavy. If they put something weird or questionable in there or not even like weird or questionable, like, I mean, just want to, if you step into a trope, like one of the fucking like, you know, cliches of any minority or whatever. And I don't know, that's all I'm saying. I feel like I've talked way the fuck too much, but I'm of the opinion that you should totally be able to write outside of your fucking wheelhouse. And I don't think you should be publicly shamed for it. I think that's shitty. Mm. Criticize people. Don't fucking publicly shame them.
0: Well, I'll admit that I have several story ideas that I've come to before that I basically cannot write because I feel that I don't have the proper life experience to realize the characters as I imagine them.
1: Reach out to people that have those experiences. Lean on other people. There are other people. No writer would fucking probably ever tell you this, but fucking so many people write fucking stories that their non-writer friends just give them like people will fucking tell you something and it's just the fucking most crazy, amazing thing. And you can't believe they didn't fucking think to write it themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, if you want to fucking write something, that's like, not, you know, your fucking forte, like, you know, like what Eric's saying, like you shouldn't sit and just write the straight white male protagonist because fucking that's like what you might be instead fucking, you know, do the work. You're a writer. Fucking reach out to people. And you shouldn't be punished for fucking trying. So I think you dropped
2: the F-bomb more in this. I think you set a record, actually. (laughs) When I started counting, you had 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 36, 36, 38 from when I started.
1: Oh, did you keep up?
2: I don't know like it was just like fucking 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 I'm fucking sorry guys <laughs> you're fired up about it and I feel you But we've got to move on Craig do you have an opinion my opinion is Joe Keating shit on me years ago for questioning
0: whether and or not she had what's that about whether or not he should be writing women being a man my
2: question wasn't whether or not he should be i was asking him and i don't remember my exact question but it was like how you know is it difficult writing a woman character and basically it was a big poop on my head that was like what the fuck no
0: yeah the thing was like
2: basically it made me feel stupid for asking. it's it's funny
0: his his biggest successes have been female characters yeah glory and shudder he the really funny re-
1: thing is is that I get what he was I get what his response was to you. I, I get the just write them as people because they're just people. I get that. Yeah. But I will say
2: Do you get the inner hurt that I felt?
1: I fucking get I that. Ashamed. I can I can hear it. Not really. Feel a shame. The wounds clearly have not healed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I'll just say that uh one of the other criticisms, the other side of the coin there. One of the criticisms you see is when characters are written with zero flavor. Like when they're not really when they have no defining like you'd never know. Like you could just switch out any component and it really wouldn't fucking matter. Like I see people criticize that too. So I mean
0: Well, I mean there are certain characters that aren't really defined by their gender. True. I like think Batman. Is he not?
1: He seems kind of like he is. Like, I just think a woman would be a lot smarter than Batman. (laughs) I'm going to dedicate my whole life to what happened to me as a kid in an alley. (laughs) That is such a guy thing to do, dude. That's so stupid. All
2: right, should we move on? We should.
0: (laughs) Fuck Batman, that's it. Until next time, (laughs) this has been Eric Larson Twitter Facts. (laughs) Adventures. Gator. Uh, <laughs> fucking, fucking. <laughs> fucking. All right, fucking. let's
2: lighten this f- effing podcast up. <laughs> it's all fin and games now.
0: Fin and games. Uh, Sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, I call this one. There's no fin and team. It's a little uh, game I've set up, but there is meat. <laughs> Yes. For this game, I will slowly read the names of all the characters of a specific team in Savage Dragon. The first one of you two to buzz in with the correct team name wins.
0: All right. Hold up. Be- we got to set up the, uh, the buzzer. Got to get my buzzer. Got to get our buzzer open.
2: All right. Be careful, guys, because buzzing in too soon may cost you, as of some of these teams have
0: oh, right. similar are we gonna characters. Do through men- are we doing through Messenger? Let's do it through Messenger. Let's do it through, you Messenger. do it
1: through Messenger on Facebook. Yeah, I'm on Windows 10 and it pops up in a really weird way. So Facebook's a little bit better for me.
0: All right. Wait, which uh which one are you in? There we go. All right. Ooh, it even makes
1: a chime I like yeah, it.
0: Yeah. There's just there's no t- there's no actual timestamp on them all as all. Um but it'll be located, you know, first. Right. Right. For
1: Craig, so whoever appears first on Craig's wins. Yes. Can you uh, are you, Can you make these like a huge uh? All right, here we go. A
2: little technical difficulties here. Hey, we're getting it. Fucking. All right, are you guys
0: ready? Hands on mm-hmm. buzzers.
2: So I'm what's ready, gonna you. happen is the first few are gonna be a point each. Mm-hmm. So let me see how many I have. The first three are gonna be one point. And then numbers four through eight, the next four, my uh, next five are going to be two points. The last four will be three points. And then we'll have almost like a final jeopardy where you can wager your points. Ooh. That way if someone pulls away, there's still a chance.
1: Ooh, I like this. I like the gambling component.
2: All right, so I'm going to. Start with the first one. I'm going to go slowly. Name the members of the team. You guys can buzz in any time, but if you buzz in too early, you risk the chance of being wrong.
1: Yes, that is how
2: it works. First couple are going to be pretty easy. You guys ready? Hands on buzzers. I'm ready. All right. For your first, I don't know what you would call it, team question, (laughs) we're going to go with Curly. Curly. Jock. Raven. Little
1: wise guy.
0: Shit.
2: You got it. Oh, actually, that's not the ones I thought it was. Okay. (laughs) All right. You guys ready? I win. Second one. Hands on buzzers. Mm -hmm. Bosco. Waco. Trika. Gita. (laughs) Krull. Oh, God damn it. All right. What do we got here? Uh, all right. I'm not, slow, sure.
0: I'm not sure if this is really a team. A Raven.
2: A James, I mean. Jimmy.
0: It's the uh, Cryolans. Yes. That's yeah, a- I guess team,
2: group, whatever. I, I mean, sorry <laughs> about that, but it works. We'll call it group or team. <laughs> hey, we're still ironing out the kinks here. <laughs> Raven, are you putting an X in after the fact?
1: I did. Well, no, I was trying to buzz, but I just buzzed late. So, group or team,
2: you ready for the next one? I'm ready. Hands on buzzers. I'm ready. Harold Balzac. Hugh Jass. Mike Roch. Eileen Ulick. Oh, man. Phil McCracken. Amy Belcher. Wait. James. Chicago PD? You got it. I All got right. robbed.
0: I got robbed.
2: Alright, now we're going into the two-point section.
0: Hands on buzzers. What These you are mean? two points each. You forget to prime your X or something? No, dude. <laughs> oh, you shit talker.
2: <laughs> prime your X's. I'm James. James. <laughs> um, here we go. Big Lug. Charisma. Cow Bloke. What again, James? Jim?
0: Oh, I know who it is. Name blank and name blank it's the uh, uh Phil, Phil, it's Phil. the Phil Phil Phil. Phil Phil Phil. Oh God, I know who they are. One of the names I'm blanking Phil on. It's um... blink blink blankety blink. <laughs> Three
2: oh. seconds. Three. Two. One. The young gods. Yes. Shit. Nope. All right, Raven. I'll take Big my love. time. Charisma.
0: Mm-hmm. Cow bloke. Love Child. Damn. Might. You better not be clicking through the wiki, Raven. I'm not, dude. <laughs> it's
1: uh, Johnny, an Red, ra- Johnny Redbeard's uh new man or whatever the fuck they're called.
0: Matt, Matt, Matt. No, it's no, the, it's the, the eternal gods. youth. It's, oh eternal youth. Eternal
1: youth. That's what I meant, dude.
0: I couldn't stop thinking of forever people.
2: Somewhere, somehow, some, sometime from now, Gavin's listening to this and screaming at you guys. (laughs) All right. Next up, let's keep this rolling. Here we go. You guys ready? Zero points. Hands on buzzers. Super Patriot. Rapture. Raven. Freak Force. Wrong. Damn you. You ready, Jim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me the ones I need. Rapture. Rock dragon Dart smasher gold brick all right that wait gold Avenger it must be SOS that's it oh, you... two points right uh for Jim all right next up I don't like you hands on buzzers all right super patriot <laughs> mighty man dragon Jim
0: Oh, Dragon. This may actually not be the one I think it is. Superman, Mighty Man, Dragon. You buzzed buzzed it too quick. Oh, 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 it's uh, Liberty League. Yes. Oh, damn you.
1: It's the worst, dude. This game's rigged.
0: All
2: right. Here we go. You guys ready? Hands on buzzers.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Super Patriot. Mighty Man. It's the only one left. Freak Go Force. Ahead. What was it? Freak Force. Correct. Two <laughs> points. Brady.
1: Back in the game.
2: 6-3, Jim. <laughs> All right. Last one of the two-point section. Rock. Gold Brick. Radical.
0: Jim. Underground Freaks. Yes. Jim just slaying. Oh. I don't know if that's the technical name, though. That's what I had. It's the worst. 8-3.
2: James. Jim. Jimmy wow. John. slipping Jimmy. All
1: I right, we're going it. to the
2: three points now. This is where Raven can, can grab some extra points and try to get tied up here. Probably going to get two cuts. These are the tougher ones, so at least in my mind. You ready? Mm. Hands on buzzers. The slug. Mr. Gum. Not glum. Gum. Metal Man. It Girl. Madman.
0: Oh. oh, shit. Wait, this isn't even in the Savage Dragon team. It's the Atomics. Atomics. Yes. Damn
1: you. It's the worst, dude. The worst. Worst beating in history.
2: Yes. Alright, here we go. Hands on buzzers.
1: I could envision them in my head, and I couldn't think of the damn name. Mo Muscle, major... Oh, oh God damn
0: you! Why did I buzzing so fast? I know who it is, but is it another problem where I don't remember the name? It's, uh... It's, um... God damn it. Why? I know who it is. Three seconds. Three. Two. Muscle Incorporated? Wrong.
2: Shit. All right. Raven, I'm going to go through him.
1: I know him, but I'm trying to Mo eat Muscle. time to buy the name. I'm trying to think. Major Battle.
2: Max Damage. Earth oh. Girl. feasal
1: Oh, shit. Oh, God, what's her name? Fucking. <laughs> it's like, I'm looking with Jim. It's like fucking. Three. Two. One. Bam, bam. Oh,
2: call it. Brute Force. Brute Force.
1: Oh, I, I knew it. All right, hands on buzzers. Oh, this is awful, dude. I can remember, the, like, the characters and teams, like, them together. I'm having the worst time with the team names. This is a good game.
2: Backfire. Belcher. Cesspool. Nasal Ned.
0: Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, I Three, know what these characters are. Two... I never knew they were in the a team. One, yeah. yeah. probably like... Body, Body Function. Oh, oh, no, I've never heard of that one. Savage oh. Dragon
2: 25.
0: Oh, <laughs> you, you weren't kidding, dude. Yeah,
2: that's it's a, a three points, man. a right. deep cut. Oh Last one of the three points before we go to the final.
1: Even if I bet all my points, I can't win. <laughs> this is horrible, dude. Well, yeah, you know,
0: if you win this one. All right. Fade. Lightning Bug. Oh, shit. James. Now that's the Knicks, man. Yes.
1: Damn you. Oh. Destroyed Raven. I can't even compete, dude. Do the last one for fun. 14 to 3. Oh, was... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> We do not even hide how much you want to wager, but you guys, I was going to say hide it, but go ahead and just type it because there's no way.
1: Yeah, I can't win, so just do this last one for fun. Yeah, I'll I'll bet I'll wager all
2: 14. Oh, (laughs) shit. You sure you want to do that? Don't do it, Jim, because you could lose. Then I'll bet one. (laughs) You going to wager it all, Jim, for real? All on the last question. Oh, oh, that's so, like, hateful. (laughs) So, I guess how we'd have to do this is one person will have to... Uh, how do wait, we do oh, this? Wait a minute. Are, uh, we, are we doing this? Take bit? their headphones off? Wait a minute.
0: Are we doing Jeopardy style?
2: Yeah, because this is how you would win. Like,
0: All right. So here's what you do
2: individually text me.
0: Okay. That's probably the best way to do it. Let oh, me, okay. Let me message you. All right. You Ready? Uh, which account should I do? Uh, it doesn't matter.
2: All right. Uh, do the dragon one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just individually text me. There'll be no real time limit. Oh, this is fancy! Just, all right, you guys, ready? Are you? Final team, no fin and team, whatever.
0: So, so we. Type, so you're gonna you're gonna say the whole question. And I'm gonna, gonna say the, the
2: whole thing, and you guys type in your answer. It's not you about you speed;
0: go. it's about the wager. Oh. Type
2: in how much you're bidding
0: first. All right. Okay. So we both get it right. I still win.
2: Unless it depends you, on your wager. No, unless Paul's, you wager Paul's it all. all. Right, I'm wagering at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or do I not tell you that?
2: <laughs> all right, you guys ready? I haven't. All right, cool. God, I don't want to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to cheat so bad. Here we go. Final. Golden Boy. Armstrong. War Witch. Lizard King. Rackham. I'll take two answers for this.
1: Good Lord.
2: Golden Boy. Armstrong, Warwitch, Lizard King, Brackham. If we were a budget podcast, I'd have this like playing like the real one. Alright. Jim, we're waiting on you. You yes. got an answer? Golden Boy, Armstrong, Warwitch, Lizard go... King. He's,
1: he's looking it up on the wanky. <laughs> Cheater. There was you my cheat. answer.
2: All right. We'll start with Raven since he went first. <laughs> Raven, what was your answer?
1: Dark Lord's bestest buddies. You're the worst.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you wagered one point. So you're down to two points. Oh, this is heinous. <laughs> James Purcell. What did you wager? 14 points. Please be real. And your
0: answer was? You want to say it? Go for it. The God Squad.
2: James, you are our champion. Wait, did I get it right? Yes.
0: Holy shit. 28
2: (laughs) to (laughs) 2.
1: 28 to 2. Oh, that's dismal.
0: James, (laughs) I don't want to say I'm the best at this, but. I'll be oh. best at this. <laughs> you know Jim. what, Craig?
1: You're not qualified to write women, okay? <laughs>
2: your prize will be the power of the last word. So when we have our trusting Conversations bit, you can have the last word on that and the last word of the entire podcast. And we both got to shut the F up and let you have your last word. Sounds like a prize to be
1: won. Ooh. Even trying to rein in the F-bombs to just make me look like even more low class.
2: Good game, Jim, Raven. GG.
1: I'm very dissatisfied, and I hate to tell you, but I'm going... Your deep lore is weak. I'm going to study relentlessly until you're my bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to shirk duties and responsibilities and loved ones until dragon knowledge is all I have sweet and and then i will win then you'll be on gemini's level
2: (laughs) who's gemini's gemini is that a secret character (laughs) he was no he was one of the american gladiators (laughs) known for shirking his loved ones and duties known for blasting tennis balls out of an air compressor gun that was kind of using the pugil stick
1: Giant, giant Q-tip of justice. You know it's <laughs> funny? The amount of people that... No, I, I'd say our audience gets that. Never mind. Yeah, they're cool.
2: Yeah, they're all old like us.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> they're old men like us. They get it. It's cool. All right,
2: we got a lot to get going
0: on. So shall yeah, we jump
1: to the next bit? Interesting Conversations. Jim...
0: Yep. Okay. So, yeah, because Craig did the last segment. That's uh, right. This episode, we are continuing our f- interesting conversations uh, where we ask you, the listeners, for your opinion on related questions or for your suggestions for future topics. Remember to send all feedback to savagefincast at gmail.com. That's savagefincast at gmail.com. Responses will be read in the future episodes on the, on the air. Um,. So last week, our interesting response question that we were hoping that people would write in to respond to was: come up with the cover, solicitation, issue number, and/or title for a future issue of Savage Dragon. So let's see what we got here. Our first letter comes from Matt Hickman, who I believe was written in before. Uh, Savage Dragon. Oh, okay, he's going straight into it. Savage Dragon 2000, Part Four of Twenty Three. <laughs> The cross-title crisis. Thrill as old man Malcolm Dragon teams up with his great-granddaughter, Megan Dragon, to stop the threat of an enemy Mako, an army of Mako clones in Overlord armor. <laughs> Guest-starring more nice. indie comic heroes than you can shake a stick at. Only from Image Comics. The cover shows the dragons and all the guest stars getting ready to fight the Mako lords. We're flying out in classic Larson spaceships. And nice. I gotta say, it's a Pretty good visual. Sweet. I like oh, that all one. Those flying saucers,
2: Mako clones in
1: Overlord armor. Ridiculous, but awesome. I'm on board with it. Absolutely. I would read all 23 parts of that. Absolutely.
2: And we're in part four. So what happened in the first three parts? <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: Talking about uh, what's going to happen in the uh, nineteen
2: following. Sounds more like Invincible as Savage Dragon, but that's cool. Like
1: he blew his wad on issue four. All all (laughs) the money's
0: gone. The rest is all stick figures.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a good one, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thanks, man. Our next comes from J.D. Bracey. Hello, Savage Fincast. I saw you guys needed some letters for the next Fincast and decided to write in. I listened to each new episode at work. I'm fucking sorry. I'm fucking sorry, JD. (laughs) I'm so fucking sorry. I'm fucking sorry. All right. Great reviews. We're on 38
2: now. Just keeping track
1: here. (laughs) Great reviews and killer comedy. Keep them coming. Here's my future issue suggestion. Ooh, I like this already. Savage Dragon 666 Supernatural. When Abner Cadaver opens an ancient crypt, monsters are released all over the world. It's up to Malcolm Dragon to team up with his old friend Flash Mercury and Powerhouse to save the world from disaster. Part one of our six-issue story starts here. Comes with our highest recommendation. The cover would feature Malcolm, Flash Mercury, and Powerhouse, Speeding along in Flash's car, running into and over monsters. Thank you for an awesome show. P.S. Team Maxine's Bush. (laughs) So good.
2: Malcolm would be like 50-something by that episode, by that issue.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, as we have clearly seen from Matt's admission, I think Malcolm's going to hang in there. He's got some longevity.
2: (laughs) He's a great... I like the I, I like the stuff. Interesting topic here.
1: Yeah, dude, this was a home run. Fucking awesome. These have been gold.
2: It's definitely going to be old Flash Mercury, old Balcom. It'll be a bunch of senior citizens.
1: Can you imagine as ridiculous as Flash Mercury looks now? Can you imagine him just with like a long gray beard? Like a wizard's
2: Because <laughs> everybody, when they get their 50s and 60s, get grows a long gray beard. I don't know. Yeah. Both,
0: both Powerhouse and Flash are like, they have like alternate forms. So I kind of assume they're ageless. Yeah. They, yeah. They're, they're human sides with the age. They would not.
1: Then Malcolm with a wizard beard. Yes. <laughs>
2: Sweet. So, Shall we move on? Jim? Oh, yes. Wait, I got this. Oh, wait, one. no, yeah. I mean Craig. <laughs> From Sean Moran. Hello, Fincast crew. Hey, guys, here's my Savage Dragon solicit for issue 300. Ever wanted to know what it would be like if Harvey Peck, how do you say his last name? Picar? Picar. Yeah, wrote Savage Dragon? Well, this is as close as you're going to get. And this average action issue. Malcolm deals with nothing you've ever expect. The mundane: losing <laughs> keys, cleaning toilets, and making the bed. This issue has it all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: know if I'd really be into that. For but... for people who don't know,
0: Harvey uh, Peckar uh, writes American American Splendor. Splendor. Yeah. yeah. Other stuff. <laughs> uh, he said I was able to
2: obtain a copy of giant size Kung Fu Bible stories. Eric pointed out that this was still available through Diamond, which I did not expect. I reached out to my local comic shop today to see if there were still copies of the Digest edition of issue 190. There are, and I ordered a copy. It got me thinking. That issue was released in 2013. How far does Diamond supply go back? How far back could a new
0: Savage Dragon fan get just through Diamond? <laughs> That's a really good question. I mean, I guess, I it, think so. all, I guess it really... Yeah depends on if uh, how many there are and if they destroy them after a certain period of time. Anyway, continue. I don't know. I think Savage Dragon is deserving of
2: a strong fan base that contributes to his success simply because, in my opinion, Eric's level of commitment and quality to the comics medium is right up there with the industry greats.
1: At a certain point, you went from pop- <laughs> popcorn vendor... To perhaps president impersonator. <laughs> I think president, you, president yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. You, if you just had a white wig on and were pointing at the Liberty Bell, it'd have been perfect. <laughs> I Four was scored. not pointing
2: with my finger. I was just using my thumb too. The, the
1: Clinton thumb. Beautiful,
2: beautiful dude. Like
1: I'm, like I'm, like punching a clicker. You just painted me a word picture, and I saw it <laughs> in 4K HD.
2: Well. Thank you very much, uh, Sean, for writing in. I don't think I ever want to see an issue 300 where Savage Dragon is losing his keys and cleaning toilets, but hey, to each his own. But was- uh, I appreciate the uh, the opinion.
1: The best was that it was issue 300. <laughs> like, talk about just squandered, a squandered Miles thing. <laughs> uh, you you call,
0: <laughs> call it squandered. I still want that issue where it's just Malcolm at a bar in the same panel in a nine panel grid for. Twenty pages. Ooh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just just like Watchmen.
1: Simon actually, uh, Simon Malit, father of uh, average dragon strips, actually sent me a message to tell me that Cerberus, the uh, the bar, the all bar issue, was actually killer.
0: Of course, it is. Yep. I mean, you. you um... Craig understands. He reads Mister Miracle. That's literally all that. Oh, uh, here we go. Is that a dig? No, <laughs> I, I like love Mister Miracle. I feel like that's a dig. Tom King is a goddamn genius.
1: <laughs> He's digging you, baby. You're getting dug yeah. like an architect yeah. would dig.
0: Yeah. Wait, I don't get it. What do you? What? 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 what <laughs> I don't get it.
1: You're getting dug up, buried, and dug up again. Look,
0: you don't want an, the entire issue just talking about remodeling the house. Ugh. That was the best issue Ugh. of Mr. Miracle. Did it end with him saying JK? No, the, it ended with a baby.
1: Mm. Oh. Mm. my second least favorite thing in this world. Babies, babies. <laughs> hate them. Unless they're at a fight club, a child I fight club. It's it's worthless. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, let's get to the next one before, uh, Everyone's opinion of Raven's just spoiled. He hates babies. He drops F-bombs 43 times in a podcast.
1: Doesn't know shit about Savage Dragon, apparently. <laughs>
2: or how to write women.
1: I'm ashamed. I, I don't know shit about shit. Was uh this, was Ray me? Yeah. I, th- I think yes. it was. Yes. All right. From Ray Cummings. Dear Bloodhound gang. I like that. I don't remember whether we're doing Finteresting conversations or Finteresting questions, so... We don't either.
0: We uh, <laughs> we, we finalize that. It is definitely Finteresting conversations for all conversations related to Oh, yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Oddly enough, Good though, know. Your, your Finteresting conversations typically manifest as questions, so that's, you know, it's best of both worlds. Um, what the heck happened to Frank Jr.? Did he transfer to another city or just get bored with the craziness of the dragon family? I know life happens. Maybe that's what happened there. Uh, second question. In my last email to y'all, I expressed a concern that there wasn't enough happening in the book. Not enough plots, not enough characters. Now, it feels like Eric is stirring the pot again. My question to you is, are you enjoying the book right now? Are you interested in where it's heading? Personally, I'm not sure how I feel about any of the Canada and family stuff. Dimension X stuff feels preferable at the moment. Larson is my favorite creator, and I'm in this to the end, but right now I feel like I'm braving rough waters and hoping that the book shifts into a different gear. Uh, not sure what I want Savage Dragon to be, but it ain't this. Hmm. Best, Ray, Tough. Wh- which segues uh, effortlessly.
0: Wait, wait, wait. let's, see. let's end. Let's end the first question before we segue effortlessly. Let's end us <laughs>
1: Oh, sorry. I mean, I guess it was their little So,
0: I kind of get his question, because Frank Jr. did sort of disappear before they left Chicago. Mm -hmm. I feel like his last appearance was, like, way before they got kicked out of the America, got got arrested.
1: You want to laugh. The last I can remember of him, but again, I am horrible at Savage Dragon, apparently. The last I can remember of Frank Jr. was he was uh being pressured to get Malcolm on the force.
0: Yeah. No, he's definitely No, he sure partner he partnered with Malcolm for a while. He right. would, he would show up being basically being like the liaison or what have you.
1: I just don't think he did anything after. I him. just don't I don't
0: I don't remember him like being around no, issue two hundred at all. I mean two twenty five at all. He was in the Trump episode the Trump issue. Was he? Yes. Oh, Maybe he he remember, do, do you
2: remember, like, the looters in, uh, like, the um, the danger zone? Vaguely. Yeah, but, like, that was just, he was like, with Frank when they, when they caught up with him. And yeah. then, eventually, like, Captain Stewart shows up and they're, like, they take him into custody and everyone's like, oh, Captain Stewart's such an asshole. But really, he just took him and,
0: and drove him over to Canada. Oh, I guess I forgot Frank was there for that.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize he was there for that. Poor Frank. He didn't do anything. You think it had been, like...
0: He he was in a few something. pages
1: in that in that issue.
0: Well, whatever the case, he must still just be in Chicago being a cop. Yeah, it, I guess he's yeah a he cop. definitely is. He's definitely not in Canada. Yeah, but he it, didn't go to Canada or
1: get transferred. Like I, I was under the impression he was just kicking around Chicago.
2: Yeah, I mean, he definitely just you just don't go to. I don't know. He wouldn't just go to Canada. I don't think. But
0: he's but got yeah, no he reason was,
2: to. He was in 226, which was kind of the last episode that Malcolm was in Chicago. So it makes sense.
0: Yeah. But, well, let's talk about question number two. Okay. Get into it. Not me. I go last. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Powers. Oh, yeah. That's
1: right. You, you are a winner. You go first well you know i'm digging it um the thing is is that i'm eating this canada stuff up with a fork and spoon um i love the all new setting i think it's invigorating i love uh constant appearance of new villains i love that the book isn't like leaning on old trappings um at the same time i mean you know canada can't last forever yeah so i'm just enjoying this period Um, And like you said, Ray, you got the um, Dimension X shit, which feels super familiar. So it's cool because you are kind of getting like a bold new direction and simultaneously getting a lot of the stuff you like. Of course, you know, I got that rep for just being down for whatever, which I mean, I am. But as far as my enjoyment level, it does go up and down. And um, for a while. I did feel like Maxine and Malcolm weren't getting nearly as much action, uh, but what
2: kind of action?
1: Well, yeah, they were getting plenty of that. But yeah, it, Savage Fincast episode sixty nine, but um, <laughs> <laughs> they were uh, they were getting plenty of action, but uh, you know, not fisticuffs. And uh, yeah. I think it got there. Uh, I think Canada Adventures ended up bringing in exciting and cool characters and interesting enemies and bad guys. And uh, I I think that I'm with you as far as like I do think their visit to Canada. What was it? There was like one where basically all they did was go to a party. Yeah, I I, I get it. I'm saying I'm not saying I can't see where you're coming from, but I am saying that I do feel like I think Canada has opened the book up to a lot of really cool stuff.
2: What I, what I want to see is more long-term characters like Eric did in the beginning of Savage Dragon. Guys that kind of make an appearance and then they're in the shadows and then, you know, ten episodes later they kind of appear. I miss that, like the the slow build-up. Mm-hmm. You know, we had that with like – was it Brenda Funk for a little bit? was the last one. Was that the one? Brenda – was that the
1: – what's her name? She with, with the uh, guy that was giving people powers.
2: Yeah, like things like that. Like I just – one thing I, I'm not – too happy about is like the cool villains that are just kind of one and done like I want to see some villains kind of reoccur I want some crazy good villains I want a new doctor doom type overlord villain I want I want to just see guys reappear I thought that that was huge back in the day for big fans of Savage Dragon it was like a great payoff to be like I haven't seen this guy for a while and 20 episodes later he kind of shows up and he's not just a background villain like I like reoccurring villains
1: I'll totally agree with that.
2: So I would like some more reoccurring villains, please, Mr. Larson. All right. Shall we get to the the final word of this all?
0: (laughs) The final word from me, the grand champion. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty dog. My feeling is, and it continues to be, is that... Regardless of what Eric does, I understand why Eric does what he does uh, in terms of uh, you do the issue where it's introduction to Canada. You have the house, the house, the house party, what have you. Just because guys aren't punching each other doesn't mean nothing's happening. It's more complicated than that. Mm. And in those issues in particular, the sex scenes replace the action scenes that's sort of why they're there yep um so overall my personal opinion is the book is in a good place right now i do agree it would be nice to have an a a, a villain arc of some kind because the thing about superhero comics of course is that to have great heroes are great but you need you need villains to really sink your teeth into it to like really define your heroes Malcolm's mostly defined by the fact that he keeps accidentally killing absolutely everyone he meets. And that's funny for a while. And, I mean, that's, you know, you know, his thing. But you kind of do wish there was a, 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 something believable pushing back against him as a threat. Because at this point, it, almost nothing feels like a threat to Malcolm. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. I mean right. yes, he gets torn in half. Yes, he gets blown up. Yeah, he bleeds out. But he never really th- think that he's, you know, no one's really matching him really blow for blow like like Overlord used to do or right. even like Powerhouse can do or Sure. Mako. Cuz he's always got that healing factor. He's always got that, you know, he's you know, he's they're designed tough those dragons.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Right. So
0: if you're going to have a, a character that powerful, you need villains who are twice as powerful. Yep. At Agreed. Least, yeah. I like it. I I think, I, you know. But yeah, I think the book... Great, wait, great, wait,
1: wait,
2: wait. Raven,
0: you shut your mouth. <laughs> <that final word. laughs> I think the book's great where it is right now. I think it's, it is doing what it needs to do, especially this issue in particular uh, we're going to get to. And yeah, the Dimension X stuff is definitely where the action is right now, for sure. Um, But I think that's by design. But it would be nice if Malcolm had more definition at this point in his career. But again, but again, but again, you don't want to just repeat what Dragon did in the early days. Because again, that's, that's lazy. And Eric's one thing he's never been is lazy. So... That's what I got to say about that. You're the grand champion.
2: He used up that final word, and he used it well.
1: I have things I want to say, but I'm going to shut up. No.
2: Yep, you just shut it.
1: I got you to respect lost. it.
2: You got him. You got him. So, can, uh, I ask,
1: can I ask you a question, grand champion? <laughs> I'm going to try to game the system. <laughs> Did you feel...
2: Wait, in wait! You he didn't in your, say yes. Let in him, your, let him in your infinite
1: wisdom, Grand Champion, <laughs> I'm gaming. It, I'm gaming. It, I'm going for it. Did you feel Grand Champion when you read uh, the last issue of Invincible? Did it make you miss when Savage Dragon also was throwing a bunch of irons in the fire?
0: No, I got super angry at that issue of Invincible because it was the last issue. That's not. When you, that's not when you throw irons in the fire. That's exactly the worst time to be throwing no, iron no. in a fire. I'm just saying, didn't it make you sort
1: of nostalgic for how Savage Dragon could juggle so many plots no. effortlessly?
0: No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll shut up. You're I... the man. <laughs> You're the man. You're the best. So, uh, based
2: on uh, this question, I guess you know our new, interesting conversation topic is answer our man Ray uh, Cummings' question. <laughs> You know, are you enjoying this phase of the book? Do you like the Canada slash family stuff? Is there another direction you would like to see this book try out? Uh, Send us an email. Let us know. Uh, Savagefincast at gmail.com. And we'll read your answers on the next show.
1: And P.S. you don't have to be positive either. I mean, Ray wasn't. I think it makes interesting, like, interesting conversations to have differing points of view. So we're not going to just like pucker up and shit on you because you don't like it. Say your piece. Absolutely. Should we
2: get into the meat and potatoes? Oh, I'm ready, baby.
1: This heartbreaking issue. I don't believe it. (laughs) I do. I don't know. I'm buying it. I'm buying into it. No. I suppose we won't jump ahead of ourselves. I like this cover, guys. I like the As Seen on TV. Talk about a tweaked cover.
2: Mm-hmm. It's funny. It wasn't like the Savage Dragon Spawn comic. Didn't that also say As Seen on TV? Yeah, it like did. It was like that crossover comic. Yeah, It did. So do you think people get confused and think there's like a Savage Dragon cartoon coming I
0: out? I hope so. On Twitter, <laughs> yes.
1: On Twitter, Absolutely.
2: You think people are gonna freak out about this cover?
1: Probably why is Savage Dragon drawn black?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, the best
1: number one fan.
0: Raven is of course referring to the number one super Twitter fan.
1: (laughs) Malcolm, Eric replied, Malcolm has been the lead for seven years.
0: (laughs) There was like like some low key savagery. My how time (laughs) flies. Has it really been seven years? That may be a stretch about him being the lead, but I'm pretty sure Malcolm's been back in the book at least that long. Yikes. That's probably when he got back from Dimension X. You know
1: what's amazing, bros? What's just beautiful? Farron Delgado's lettering.
2: Oh, yes. 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 It's very grim reality. Amazing. Love it. Love all the little jagged signs and arrows. Wavy borders. Whoop, 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 whoop. Absolutely amazing. So we open up back in Dimension X
0: with uh, a a giant s- Jennifer. Or that perspective is a little wonky. She's clearly jumping. I like Smasher's hair. Yeah, it's a little different. Looks a seen. little different, doesn't it? Well, your, your hair would look as good if you were in Dimension X for a couple of months without a <laughs> bath.
1: I'm just going to say what we're all thinking is that I'm Thank very Thank God they find,
0: found clothing.
1: Oh, that's the exact opposite. That's the literal opposite of what I was
2: thinking. Yeah, was there absolutely like no nudity? Oh, no, there is a little bit in this in this issue. Yeah, just a I'm little su-
1: bit. I'm surprised. They dialed it back. Yeah. He even gave her some like boots, some like look, caveman looking boots.
0: You, you think he's had his fun and he's dialing it back from now on? I don't know. I I think it's just, you know, the story is progressing. So once you get stability, you get clothing.
2: (laughs) Um, You think they got modest around uh, Michael (laughs) Jackson? Well,
0: Alex certainly has.
1: Yeah, Alex is in dumpy mode. (laughs) He's got the long sleeve shirts and everything. These little critter
2: guys, man, they look like that little toady guy. That's probably
0: exactly what they are.
2: But the mouth looks like uh, that. Uh, uh, what's her name? The character you drew, Raven. Oh, uh, Brenda Funk? Brenda yeah. Funk. Yeah. The weird little leech mouth.
1: I like their, I like their, like, uh, space cars. Yeah.
2: Did you guys or- notice that right off the bat that it was similar to the one that Savage Dragon had? In- well, they talk about that in the issue. That's like a yeah. plot point. They, they are the same cars. Yeah. They are. Did you notice that right off the bat,
1: though, when you saw them?
2: Uh, no. that was, I picked up on that right away. I was like, oh, that looks absolutely
1: familiar. I didn't think it was intentional, but it was awesome yeah. <laughs> that it was.
2: There were a lot of footnotes in this issue, which I kind of dig. I like footnotes.
1: Yeah. 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 I was going to ask you smell. guys what
0: you think about that. This swell. <laughs> I, I like them more than expo- exposition walls.
1: Agreed. I, I think that those are – you talk about tools taken away from comic artists and uh, like I'm sure I can already hear, oh, it's out of date and it looks old-fashioned. Whatever, dude. You know what? It's a handy way to get readers some stuff without like bogging down dialogue. So, yeah, it's great.
2: I'll tell you what. It's like construction and everything else. The old-timers knew what they were doing. Don't try to improve on something that
0: <laughs> – I, I don't agree with that sentiment. I do. <laughs> I do agree. I, 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 you ever
2: look at a, how a house is built? People just knew what they were doing back in the day.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I just think it's cool because it's a tool in the toolbox, and you don't really need to destroy the tools in the toolbox for what? Like, what's the purpose? But to you also don't
0: need to use them just because they have been used in the past. You know what I mean?
1: No,
2: but it's the best like you just said, without having to put in like a page of exposition. You just Right. It serves a purpose. It's a little reminder. Like honestly, I even five episodes five issues before, I was like, I forgot Mr. Glum faked his death. And it's like I read it, I was like, Oh yeah, he did.
0: Um what am I trying to say here? It depends on the kind of story you're telling. Eric likes his books like Accessible, and standalone and such. It, it, it's if you're trying to tell a different kind of story, you you really can't use those tools.
2: I agree, but most what I'm talking about is like most of the old timers were working on
0: books that were,
2: you know, hundred two hundred pages long or issues long or whatever. Right, and and it works in Savage Dragon because of that, and it's a classic superhero book. Also, and lots I mean, of different it's... changes.
1: You got digital lettering. It's not like you can't just like take them out for the trade. Eh, you
0: should, mm, uh, mm, nah. I know. <laughs> I I know some. I know some comics that actually do do that. Uh-huh. Um, there's some week, weekly comics I read in 2000 AD where every week there's captions at the start of the chapter that tell you what mm-hmm. happened in the previous chapter, and they remove those when they put them in the collections because mm-hmm. then you bought the collection, you don't need the reminders every five pages sure what's wrong with that i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it i just don't think in this case it makes any sense to remove oh no, no because
1: he's referring to issues like ninety six. yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: i agree yeah
0: love the lettering see even like in the word bubbles going back to things eric larson has said recently he comments commented on Facebook or Twitter, I can't remember exactly which, that when he opens a box up of uh, Image Comics comps, he says that Savage Dragon's the only book that looks like a classic comic book to him. I uh, Do you guys recall him saying that? I do. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. I think Savage Dragon's cover looks as sleek and modern as any other that Image publishes. It's not like it's got, like, face boxes or... Or or checkerboards across the top or <laughs> a, a, a barcode box with a, with a face in it because it's direct market. I maybe not. Think.
2: Maybe this issue is not a good one because it's like a posed cover. But I don't really see many like action covers anymore. Yeah. Did you see like Image had a promotion where they did like comic covers that had no titles. They were like wraparound covers. It was like the worst idea ever. Image? Yeah. Like how long ago? Like
0: last month or a couple weeks ago. I went oh, to my comic store two I weeks ago. did not see any of those. Like what I, comics? I
2: went into my comic store two weeks ago and bought some comics. And a bunch of them, like Image was running some kind of cover, like, I don't know what it was. Some monthly flavor thing where every comic they I had bought. wraparound covers with no
0: titles. They must have been variants because I yeah they were variants. Every comic I bought last month from Image had a title. I was like, "How the hell
2: do you guys sell these things? Like, it must make it difficult on you without a title." I was like, "This is the worst
0: idea ever." Well, they're if they're variants, they're not for (laughs) regular readers or yeah, I
2: guess. But you still got to handle the con. I don't know. It just seemed like a. Piss poor idea. Anyway, yeah, I mean, since you guys didn't see, it's not really worth talking.
0: Yeah, about. I mean, I like I said, I bought a uh, you know, like Saga and Extremity and stuff last month, and they were all just regular issue covers. But Image has
1: been into that lately, where they had like uh, the All Spawn tribute or the All Walking Dead tribute, or ever, everyone swapped
0: uh, swapped covers or did classic yeah. covers from other books.
1: And I think that is how they're doing it. They're just doing it as variants. Hmm. So. I think that it's entirely possible you would have missed it. I don't know. I, think I, I certainly
0: did. I know later on this year that DC is doing a bunch of covers where the uh, title is super tiny and it's just a pinup cover. Or a... so the
2: one the one comic I did get that had the wraparound was Rumble. Okay, mm-hmm. let me see if I can nail that down. But uh, but they had like a bunch of comics that had it.
1: The part in the podcast where we all Google, and yeah, we click all typing type, and type. yeah, we all Google image comics. No, logo. man, have I
0: mentioned recently that Rumble's such a cool comic?
2: I, I don't think you did. I got the first two issues and I put a bunch in my box for next time.
0: I, I'm looking at Comicsology. These are all just regular covers, so it must just be a variant that you don't get online. Uh, check out. R- Rumble's got a weird cover uh, on the- Hasht-
2: Image Comics unveils five more We Believe wraparound covers On Twitter Celebrates Oh, I see what you mean yeah. Artists with exclusive wraparound covers And they have no text No logo, nothing
1: Ooh, You wouldn't know what you were really I mean, I guess you kind of would, sort of
2: so Extremity, I Hate Fairy. Wait a Man. minute.
1: You wouldn't switch books. The, like It wasn't like anything wacky was happening, right? Like Rat Queen still had a Rat Queens cover.
2: Yeah, but it had no titles at all.
1: I don't know. I'm seeing these and I'm on board. They look pretty cool, actually.
2: They're cool, but it just... why? I don't know. It's just a nightmare without a title.
1: What was funny is, as you were describing it, I was like, oh, this is a stupid idea. And like when I went to see them, I was like, ooh, this is... Kind of excellent.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I don't think I. if I printed a comic, I would want to print a comic without a title
1: on it. Probably anyway. just a variant. It's probably just a variant.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Variant still has to be sold. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ooh, yeah, sassy. but you
0: just bundle that and you slap a sticker on the bag It says the name. My comic store
1: has a little name tag underneath each comic.
0: Yeah, good for your comic store, okay? Yeah,
1: I'm just saying like... Mine doesn't. your sucks. They should stick to the old ways. Spinner racks only. I agree. The old ways were best. People just knew how to build houses. Dude,
2: Jim... Demonacus so that, however you say his name, used to do like all like the Savage he used to actually run the old Savage Dragon website. He's got like a Kickstarter or something, mm-hmm. and he's building spinner racks.
0: Yes, Eric cool. has been uh, retweeting those. they oh really uh, well he's expensive been expensive re- as shit, but pretty cool. Oh yeah, they're like what, two or three hundred dollars?
2: Yeah. Ooh. But it's pretty cool that someone actually thought to do that. Like it seems like a Something, a hole that, you know, everyone looking for a spinner rack. Well, I'm sure if I wanted all my moves. comics
1: bent at the, at the center, what man cave would be complete without one?
2: None. All right, I think we should get back into this. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm getting, I'm get, I'm getting saucy.
1: Yeah, we got way out in the weeds. So... <laughs> Basically, uh Alex decides they they beat the shit out of these Toady looking dudes, and Alex decides that her and Michael Jackson are gonna go on a (laughs) hee hee quest to find dragon in another dimension. Which is weird. Very weird, because I was like ninety nine percent sure that they all got destroyed, right?
2: So they're going they're trying to find Glum's
0: hideout, right?
1: I mean, they're trying to find Glum's uh, hideout because... It may well, have Dark Lord's
0: time machine in it, or it may have, like... That's the thing. Are they looking for a time machine, or are they looking portal for a dimension device. portal? She's looking for whatever. She actually
1: says she would maybe find Dark Lord's time machine, or, you know, once they shoot that down, she's like, maybe we can go to another dimension.
2: How funny was It, it was like Angel was like, do you know how crazy you sound right now, and yet, like, Alex is from the original Savage Dragon dimension. Yeah, but so is so is Angel. Right, so is but Jennifer. I'm just saying, why would she say? Do you know how crazy you sound? Because right she now? sounds
0: because she does sound crazy. She sounds obsessed.
2: Yeah, but she's
0: from another dimension. Right, but she's obsessed with finding Dragon, which is kind of worrisome. That's yeah, how she's su- not really. That's how
1: supervillains talk. She's not really remarking on the craziness of dimensions. She's she's remarking on the craziness of her relentlessness.
0: Gotcha. For desperation, yeah. For that that Paul Dragon D. <laughs> I just Paul got that D.
1: Well, we I was wondering did, about that uh, long
0: pause, guys. <laughs> who
1: loaded that joke like twenty eight k? Like that, <laughs> it took a minute to get there. It was good stuff, though. <laughs> Paul Dragon D. Speaking
0: of which, no payoff on the uh, implied sex last issue.
1: Well, I I like to assume that they're all adults and just moved on with their lives. That's right. Although, ooh, bookmark that shit because uh given the ramifications of this issue, right. there's some pretty fucking crazy ramifications of that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yep, we'll talk all about it. Um
0: meanwhile, speaking of back at the ranch,
1: fucking horror,
0: the horror um, begins. Wow. Kids can work a cell phone, that's real impressive. Not really, dude. They're like 3 years old. Little kids. My oh my, my my 3-year-old niece can barely talk to somebody on a phone, let alone like dial and receive. Well, they're only re- they only have
1: to receive and it is a touchscreen. I don't know, dude. I've seen little kids like talking on the phone and shit. <laughs> Craig, I've you got seen, little kids. What do you I've think? I've
2: seen little kids talking on the phone and shit. Little
1: bastards trying to get out of their fight club duties? <laughs> I hate it. What well, your Dad? What do you think? Little kids could work a phone? Yeah, fuck yeah. Little kids are crazy, man. They know how to think, do crazy shit you wouldn't expect. Listen, my nephew, I, I showed him the New Legend of Zelda. You know what he looks at me? He says, Does it have crafting? And and he asked me some other great... I was like, what?
0: Yes, it does, is your answer to that. I don't even know what that means. Breath of the Wild has crafting. It's just basically... We won't get into video games for
1: Craig's sake. uh, (laughs) uh,
0: Savage Dragon does not have crafting.
1: Basically, a little kid said a thing that I was like, what in the hell? So I'm just saying little kids can do crazy shit. It's a
0: modern game feature. It's one of those things that old fuddies like you guys don't understand.
1: You're too with it. You're too with it, Purcell.
2: I accept so, all things. I got a question for you guys. Amy's got regular human type feet. She does. Yep. Jack's got two toes. Does uh, what's the other one? Tyrone. Tyrone also two toes. Does
0: he also have two toes? Yeah. Yeah. Amy. I was, think Amy was toes. born human. That's why she has human toes. Yep. And she may one day be able to shift back and forth. I my head cannon says. <laughs> I, I like that you uh, – I like that you're keeping that going because
1: I'm thinking – when I saw her little toes, I actually thought of you. I was like, uh-oh, shapeshifter, <laughs> shapeshifter, keeping it in the book. No, simply terrifying, simply the breathing, the, the, even the page turn fake out, like check for her breath. I was like,
0: oh, damn, you know. And what, what kid would like follow those instructions and understand what you're asking? I don't know. It just seems –
1: Little kids, dude, they can do so much. It's nuts. Like I'm
0: telling you, I don't. Yeah, think... my kid, I'd
1: ask him, "Me just like run and go play those toys?" His i and be like, "No, listen to me." You they get a little care. bit of that. Jack and Tyrone are like fucking being fuckers in this scene. Yeah, yeah
0: they are the worst. Hopefully, they die soon. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Amy's the hero. That we deserve. Do you see that picture of Grandpa
1: on the wall just behind Tyrone's fin in the bottom? Oh, yeah, hand? it's nice. Is that, is that yeah. hilarious? <laughs> I'm just
0: saying. So good. What's his name? Dragon. Yeah, this ghost guy. <laughs> oh, wraith. Wraith. So this is this is not what I expected to happen. No, this is awesome. really clever. This is so awesome. They're saying dragon's blood mixed with the Wraith's blood. Yep. So he became a dragon and then he blew up like everyone else does. Yeah. What I That's... didn't what I didn't realize is I didn't think they blew up with enough force to like separate Malcolm's torso.
1: But what what's so funny is, and that was also a shocker for me, I was like, whoa, uh, I didn't think that they blew up with such amazing force But when you think about it, like, usually when the people blew up, they just turned into, like, blood pools, right? Right, yeah. And so think about the force it takes to explode so hard a skeleton disappears.
2: Even, like, the doctor's like, there's nothing left
1: in this soup. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good point. So, yeah, I was kind of impressed.
0: You can weaponize that.
1: You know, you gotta really commend Larson, because if he really wanted to, like, make this scene especially bonkers... Like blood just shot everywhere, right? Right. Like right. if these doctors got that blood in their like eye or in any mucous membrane, right. technically they could have been blowing up too.
0: That's <laughs> just, is, I, I, I I still feel there has to be like a significant amount. I mean being yeah. being merged with Malcolm is kind of a unique circumstance. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Yeah, because Yeah, you're right. Also, we don't know if you can get an infusion from someone who's gotten an infusion, although Malcolm did blow up, so a lot of that could he be his blood too, so
2: But I think you're right, Jim, you need to have like sustained a, contact. A, Enough of it because how many times have Dra- has Dragon gotten into like a fight with blood like everywhere, yeah. like with cutthroat or whatever and right. nothing's happened. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah. You, you might have look- to probably have more dragon
0: blood than your if, it, own. if that was like a if that was like a if that was like a thing, you could Malcolm or Dragon could like bite their tongue off and just spit blood in a guy's eye. It'll blow up in a few hours.
2: Please let that happen one day. <laughs> Just start licking him with a bloody
1: tongue. <laughs> no, I didn't. He's see Kenshiro, this you're already dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it. I didn't see this coming at all. I tell you what, I am a little surprised. I'm surprised that the uh, EMTs here are theorizing that malcolm would bleed out like i didn't i've never thought of that like well, that, that, that he would bleed a, out
0: that's always come up when dragon takes like serious injuries always yeah. passing out from blood loss or needing to he get... passes he passes
1: out but they theorize here they're like oh he can't regenerate if he's dead if he's bled to death and i'm like has that ever been a risk like didn't he stay impaled wasn't dragon impaled on a spike overnight yeah i pulled himself off yeah Oh, he pulled himself off. Okay. I thought he was like just laid on. All right. Uh, Okay. He doesn't
0: get get cut in half as often as you'd think. Yeah, you're right. It is a thing I just have seen
1: happens, but it's real rare. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking crazy. It was a great thing. I just, I don't know why I didn't think it. (laughs) Makes so much sense what you think about it. So, uh, here's a little scene where, basically, we can talk about the ramifications of Michael Jackson. Uh, Alex better pray that Sure Shot didn't, like, you know, knock her up. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Which, for Chosen One, seems to be, like, the thing.
0: Right. Well, but before we get there, you, you missed the part where the EMT show up. Well that's a page where when you know
1: Thunderhead closes out, he's like, Oh, you got my baby, you could be in danger too. That's the only reason I brought it up. Oh. So, like, fucking, so like, wait, that's... I
0: thought you said Jennifer. I uh, guess you no. didn't. You
1: meant you maybe I did, I don't know. <laughs> but basically, like, yeah, like they they've introduced the concept that like you know fucking Thunder babies can be deadly to the to their normal human hosts. Mm-hmm. So that's like May is in trouble. Uh fucking Alex is potentially in trouble. Um it's also crazy because it kind of suggests that. Wait, when, like, when did Alex
0: have sex? With Michael Jackson. Oh, you still think well, that happened? It's it is totally it? happened. It's not a trick question. What do you no? If it doesn't happen on page, it's not didn't happen. Mm.
1: So when she shows up knocked up, what do I win? 28 points? Yeah, sure. You get all my <laughs> points from this episode. I'll take them. I'll take them, baby. I'll take them back. Nah. I think like like that's just a crazy twist, too, because think about, think about this, dude. Think about what that implies. That means basically Malcolm and Thunderhead are never really safe to sleep with anyone except superpowered people.
0: Except each other.
1: Oh, that's an image I didn't need to see.
2: Yeah, I love Kevin's like, like dad gear. He's like (laughs) Mister Rogers. Yep,
1: looking sharp. May's got him logged down. Nah, dudes, just I like the uh, little like. Petrusion mountains in the next page
2: yeah it was a cool little lumpy
0: glum world mountains yeah they're like <clears> little <throat> canyons like, i like how they taunt in rapture and her goons i almost i was so sure that they were gonna like get taken out by their own hubris by taunting her like that yeah when she said pull up mom you thought she was gonna like crash the ship or something something like that yeah <laughs> yeah I'm sure they'll turn up next issues and make things a mess again, or maybe Bully. this issue. Bully boys!
2: I do like all the like, little background scenes, like that last panel of that oh, page, when right. they're they flying. Did show up at the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like the 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 panel the this page the page where they're flying away in the little ship. And then the last panel on the page has got the little monster being eaten by another monster. It's totally
1: like a Jim Henson Star Wars scene. Um,
0: it reminds me of a uh, Bill Watterson, like spaceman Spiff thing. Very <laughs> much,
1: very much so. Also, uh, Craig, here's your uh, here's your Jennifer with character, like enjoying herself.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm telling you, dude. Dimension X. That's all she needed all this time. Yep. She just needed the D.
2: Need to fly, dude. How happy is this next splash page make you guys? I love seeing these guys.
0: Yay! Freak force, dude. Woo.
2: Fantastic, fantastic. So I guess the cops are trying to grab Horatius because she's a
1: she's easy alien. Yep. alien baby.
2: I love how the cops have like the little like power gloves to like grip her spiky legs. <laughs> yeah.
1: Look how good Super Patriot looks. I mean, they all look good, but I'm just saying, just look at that Super Patriot. It's a good Super Patriot, you know?
2: As a, I love the laddering again.
1: Freak Force! Oh, yeah. brock doom with the rumble, like the like shaky effects, you know? Yep. Also, colors, dude. Look at these colors. Look yep. at the, te- the textury spattering floor and everything. The walls. Mm, it's
2: good. A stuff. plus. The next page of the four-panel, the the Freak Force in action. Another awesome barbaric shot. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then is it Marsha Brad- Is it Bradley or Brady? Whatever.
0: I, Did she ever I, I don't think it's Brady because <laughs> yeah, a little right? on the
1: Marsha, Marsha,
0: Marsha.
2: Did she ever get a like a superhero name? Uh
1: I don't think officially it's been that was like a lightning
2: girl or something, but and how weird is it that there's two darts floating around now? That yeah. seems so strange. they're to me. easy
0: to tell apart- one it looks like dart and the other one looks like a fish man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what that's a good like
2: like that he brought that back to kind of like it's like an easy way to tell them apart, obviously, but I guess that was kind of done on purpose, dart and shark.
0: <laughs> the two difference. Yeah. Do you wanna know who you wanna who isn't doesn't show up or is not mentioned, which was very weird to me. Hmm. Horatus's daughter.
1: Uh well, yeah. I, see. She I ho- thought
0: they said her name or something, no?
2: I don't recall
0: reading it.
2: Yeah, the the one of the cops like let me see. Uh
0: da-da-da uh, he mentions alien hybrids. No, I guess not. doesn't mention just mentions Mrs. Dexter, but not doesn't say anything about her daughter. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Since she'd be the most alien looking, I almost had assume they would have tried to grab her first because she's got like the horse face going on.
1: Yeah, she's really demonic death, looking. Death Seed.
2: So, what friends do you think they're talking about that have disappeared?
1: I don't know. It's a cool thing. It's a cool seed to plant because basically, you know, the girls are in Dimension X, like, kind of, like, somewhat alone and helpless. Right? You think there's other characters got thrown in there? Gotta be kicking around. They gotta be. It'd be cool to find them. It could even lead to some tragedy, like if they threw Hordis' daughter in there.
0: Yep, or the Janie twins, or...
1: Oh, that would be horrible. They, you know, they they were stuck there for so long. (laughs)
2: And then I got this weird monster with a dong just blocking the the uh, doorway to Glum's Don't any out. of
0: these monsters have retractable genitalia? Come on. <laughs> Seems like a pretty bad design flaw. I do love the uh, the, the, the the way he's leaping at her
1: <laughs> in the woehey panel. Yeah. <gasps> Almost <laughs> like when you throw an action figure at someone yeah. <laughs> Is that Glum's, like, that's Glum's, like, ho- that little hovel is his, like, main place?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly they underground. they showed it before.
1: I guess I just kind of always, I don't know, in my head, thought of it as bigger, but
0: you're right. Well, he's a small man, so, you know, it's a palace to him.
1: You know what? No duh. You're 100% right. Never mind. Making nothing but sense. I'd imagine there's a big underground component to it. I don't know.
2: So you get a little bit of drama where Kevin and, uh what's her name? Uh, May. Ms. Lai, Lay, May, talking about the, the child. So you don't know if she's going to have an abortion or what, I guess. Look, look how evil this
1: doctor looks. Does he just look evil as shit? I didn't get that. Just a cross hatching on his mouth and face. <laughs> he old he's old. All the like, doctors oh. are evil. He's got liver spotty fingers. I didn't even get that. Oh, yeah. I like how they show
2: you like what a clip of uh, chasing dragons is kind of (laughs) like. Yeah. They bring the kids to a junkyard so they can take out all their like aggression on all the scrap.
1: (laughs) Which is hilarious.
2: It was your pickle that got us into this pickle.
1: (laughs) All this banter. All this banter is fantastic. Spitang. What about the kids? I'm pretty sure that's illegal. <laughs> Hilarious. They got some CTV
2: news. <laughs> and I love, uh, what's the name of the dude with the green hair?
1: He's such a little prick. Walden Wang. Yeah. Yeah, you just know that little bastard.
0: I'll
1: talk about it. Great
0: for the North Pole.
2: dude how cool and this is kind of jumping ahead but how cool is it that like uh michael jackson dragon or whatever and uh, alex go into the portal and they end up in the backup story dude yes (laughs) that's awesome that was a
1: nice touch
2: yeah that I didn't know where that story was going and we'll get to that at the end of the episode, but that was really cool.
1: I really hope that that you know how he'll get on like tangents of doing things, like where the SOS was getting recruited for so many issues? Yeah. I really hope that's the new tangent.
2: It would it's be like, pretty sweet if the next like four back story like the you know, the I don't know, what do you call it? The Backups Backups had like them traveling in each different dimensions, yes,
0: <laughs> even they could even meet different characters too because... yes dude <laughs> it's just it's just kind of weird to me that Eric has reintroduced alternate dimensions and alternate timelines maybe maybe the idea is that no more time travel, but there are still like alternate like very different dimensions like they're very different
1: yeah um not the the way dimensions were described, you know, as bubbling and coalescing and, you know, just happening. All right. I guess it makes sense that even if all the dimensions were merged, it doesn't mean that there wouldn't be new dimensions from that point forward. Right,
0: because as soon as it, you know, as soon as, you know, it happened, and more would start getting made. But And they mention right here, it's all the dimensions that Dark Lord knew about. Right. Of course, oh, there are okay. infinite dimensions, so therefore, it was only a very small percentage that were merged. Right, which is
1: to be honest, I, well,
0: it's the thing. I thought he was streamlining this for people like Craig, <laughs> but we're right Ooh, back to it. Bird, twenty-eight
1: points, buddy. You sit. Burn. you got to take it. Yeah, that's the champ talking. You made this monster. <laughs> you made this I monster. Created a monster final word. Craig, you don't know dimensions. <laughs> Sucker. No, I agree though. Uh, it is kind of a funny decision because it seemed like the uh, getting rid of the multiverse just, you know, was a huge epically house cleaning thing and then this issue is like, "Nah, fuck it, it's back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's totally back. So
2: how funny is it when the bully boys show up and just faceplant both the uh both of the uh, really- smasher and uh well Jennifer and uh what's her name angel angel Jesus Christ
0: how many beers are you in I guess they Sh- should they should have lock the door
1: <laughs> yeah dude it's not funny I'm super scared for them <laughs> like I'm just uh rapture I hate rapture so much <laughs> and then She's we get messed up last two pages dude so first of all um let me just say want to cry but say if, if we keep it somewhat on the page uh do you notice that this doctor is just holding lightning baby and in it's in her hands no problem
0: that did strike me as kind of strange i thought maybe she just has rubber gloves on uh, also, her
1: dialogue is very creepy. I am thinking something else is afoot. Ah. Because it's very clearly illustrated that this is a lethal lightning blast to normal people. And his hmm. doctor's just fucking holding that baby like it ain't no thing. Hmm. hmm. I didn't catch that, but... Eh. Yep. So... I'm saying something's up. I don't know what, but I don't think that's a mistake. I don't think it's rubber gloves. I think something's happening. I don't know. Covenant of the
0: Sword Dart, maybe, maybe like she, she's a sex doll in disguise. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> and just who, who's who's in the market for dragon babies? You know, there's actually a lot of people.
0: Not Dark guys. Lord.
1: He's dead. Do you
2: guys? think that we have a death
0: here um, or do we well think... it isn't the fact that the doctor at the very end says she died a few minutes ago suggests there's still a window of opportunity to revive her because you can be you know without oxygen for like four minutes two minutes do you think it's just for the show ratings <laughs> you know that, that would be a twist yes there's no cameras around, though. They, made, they did make a point about that, yes. Yeah, they uh, made a point to be like, hey, get
1: these cameras out of here. Yeah. I can't Dude, believe she's dead. I can't. I,
2: I, I gotta tell <laughs> you. I, I feel like Eric has too much fun with the character that he wouldn't want to get rid of her.
1: I think she's dead only because, fucking, that's the kind of ballsy you'd never expect it thing he would do.
0: Oh, yeah. I also just realized that Malcolm is uh, paralyzed at the moment. Because of his spine damage. Right. Um, Also, I found a typo. I hope they caught that before it goes to press.
1: They did. No need to worry about that. There's actually tons of them, but in these copies, he said, don't worry about it. (laughs) Now, this, uh, I think it's a death, dude. I'm so sad. I'm super bummed out.
0: I don't (laughs) don't know. I feel like it's too soon. I don't think it is. I think the baby will save her somehow.
1: How's a baby going to save
0: her? We'll shock her heart back. Well, that's one thing, maybe or, or Malcolm will. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Maybe he drags his ass in there and just. Of course, you would think doctors would try that first. So you know, who knows the I defibrillators? Know. Yeah, I a... can't believe that she's dead. Like I said,
2: I think Eric likes the character too much. But that's why I... that, that's that's the that's the that, that's the incentive to kill her.
1: Yeah, that's and a plus, run,
2: dude, who would watch the Dragon
1: Kids? Well, see, that's talk about ramifications. Like Malcolm would lose that show. Because, like, you, you can't really have, like, a show just about Malcolm and the kids. And then, like, I don't know. Like, if, if she's really dead, like, it does all kinds of crazy shit to the book. Like, there's no reason to stay in Canada, necessarily. Like, you could kind of go wherever. Because they were in Canada, so they could be close to Maxine's mom.
2: Well, because they can't be in U.S.
1: Well, I know why, but, I mean, they, that's why they didn't go to, like, France or, like, Austria. Oh, uh. Like, they actually stayed in Canada so that she could fly home. Because remember, Maxine's not in trouble. Like, she can, she's not going to get kicked out. So she could, like, she could fly home to Chicago easy from where they were. So technically, if Maxine was dead, there's really no reason for, like... And also, too, like... Like I said, just think all the crazy shit this does to the book. That's why I think she's dead, because it does, like, crazy, like, plot things, dude. Like, it, like... I don't know, (laughs) because this puts like Malcolm potentially like May could have like super shitty feelings towards Malcolm, and like you know you know how what's that going to do with him and Thunderhead? Like I don't know. And
0: if she's got to have an abortion to save her life, that's going to put a wedge between her and and uh, Thunderhead. Potentially, potentially that could be it. Savage Um, Dragon's always best when life's falling apart around them.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I, mean, I I think it's happened, dude. It's best too when you don't know what he's gonna do.
1: This what, shit hit me Eric like a ton of bricks, do? dude. I was like
0: uh. <laughs> I, I don't think she's dead. I think there's a I, I think we're not seeing something.
2: I don't think she's dead either, but I'm still like happy that it ended this way because I really enjoy these cliffhangers. Like Eric's the best at it.
1: Oh, what a cliffhanger. <laughs> Did you expect another little girl?
0: No. And she was and she is born green. Born green. Yeah, that's the other thing. But she's also the only one with lightning powers. Yeah. The best powers. So technically,
1: if uh little lightning terror ends up growing up, you got uh, two Maxine children
0: in the future of the book.
1: So that's yeah. cool.
0: That's cool, you know. Of course, it In, it completely destroys my uh, my bracket with who's going to be the main character someday. Oh, I know. dude. Now all all three of the triplets are doomed. I gotta say, if I have to choose between, I, I was Team Amy,
1: right? But if there's Team Amy, but also with lightning powers, team I new, gotta go Team New Amy, Team New Amy.
2: <laughs> yeah, but Amy might have the shape shifting
1: powers. See, that would be one way to make them very distinct. Like, one can shapeshift and the other can, like, has lightning powers. Dude, I'm so excited for the future. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, this book's going to be crazy as hell, dude. Let's hope. Shall we get into the backup? This ending. This ending. But still my heart. (laughs) This ending, this the backup is awesome, dude. <laughs> Again, like
0: look at those like Delgado lettering. So there's a lot going on in this backup. Yeah, um, that I didn't know what the hell was going on that is, at first. That, yeah, that isn't obvious right away.
1: I like it. I like the way that it was sort of like doled out to you.
0: Yeah. Right, so right off the bat, we get this red guy with the with the with the knife arms, um, who. He's fighting someone who's clearly of the Dragon Persuasion.
1: The amazing Switchblade. Hmm. He looks... Here's the genius of this. He looks very much like you're super obvious. Like He looks like a villain. Does he? And Yeah, hold well, didn't you think? He uh, looks like a villain. I think he's he fighting like, Dragon. I
0: think, I think he looks like uh, Zen, the Intergalactic Ninja. Except... Ram. He's naked. And naked. Look at his
1: little butt cheeks.
0: <laughs> but... Okay, I get your point. It could it could, I could be read that. But he, the first thing he says is that he can't allow him to destroy this world. So that tells me pretty much immediately that he's the hero. Oh, I'm stupid. No. <laughs> that, that makes sense. I don't know. I'm just saying that that's the first thing that leapt out at me.
1: Yeah, I'm a dumb shit. Somebody's got to stop you, old man. Yeah, that's the most obvious thing in the world. I still, when I saw him... I'm just so used to Dragon being the hero that I didn't think that this was Kerr.
0: <laughs> well, that's the you know, thing. We don't get told that the dragon here is Kerr until like three pages. Uh, in. Yeah, third page, bottom of third page. So a bunch of questions get raised immediately. If this is Kerr, he clearly doesn't have any powers because he's got he's all scarred up and missing an eye. He has a
1: super weird ear yeah. with like
0: the tubes growing to it. Yeah, I
2: noticed
1: that. It was weird. Yeah. Oh, that is weird. It's cool. Like you said, no powers negated Kerr. Yeah. I mean, who knows
0: what happened in this else world. Yeah. This world's called Bridge World, which I guess is like a... Must be like a trading hub or something. They could just like bridges. Bridges. Covered bridges.
1: (laughs) I like this guy's powers. Like the helicopter arm. Oh, I thought that was
2: a little silly, but. <laughs> Helicopter arm. Go,
1: go,
0: gadget!
2: I found that to be one of the sillier things. Like, oh, I can swim my arm really fast. It means I can fly.
1: I love it. Well, you know, it's a silly kind of. It's funny because it's a silly kind of backup. Like, when Kerr stump punches him and the sound effect is blood. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. The stump punch. Blood. Dude. So good. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's a little bit fun and silly, I think.
2: Yeah, I think the absolute best thing is how it ties into the main story, which threw me for a loop, because at first I thought it was just kind of a silly else world type backup. I'm like, why are they bothering with this? And then <laughs> once I saw and I didn't even realize the first time I saw them kind of in disguise that it was them. And then once they took his mask off, I was like, I look back and say, like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, that's them. Like, you know, I just when I first saw him, I just thought they were just random alien guys. I don't know if you guys caught it right away or what. I did not I, catch it. right away. I like.
0: was expecting it. As I was reading it, because we're clearly told in the, in the main story that they're going to look for dragon. And I just
1: didn't. I'm not used to it. it dragon.
0: He's a bad <laughs> evil version of dragon.
2: So I do like how it, you know, it is Kerr. That's cool. That's I, just love, I just love
0: how villainous he is in this. He's just—he's so angry and he's so confident, even when he's burning to death. I love it, dude. I
1: love Kerr. Like he's so evil, like a yelling skeleton. It's <laughs> <Look, that's, laughs> badass.
2: I do like how like his. Finn is all shredded. That's not, that's something we've never seen in the regular pages of Savage Dragon. Yeah. I feel like maybe like, oh, I think the only time we've seen that is when like he fought Thor and Thor's like hammer, like
0: yeah,
2: scorched him or something. When he gets
0: lightning or like uh, that time that when he, uh, what did he do? He, he, when he, when Dragon, when he, when Dragon was negated and he was fighting open face and, uh, uh, octopus and they, Oh wait, was that them? Oh yeah. Remember and when he, he blows blew up, up blew and up like, and uh, Alex yeah, kisses his Yeah, Alex him? found him. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I think his I think his fin's messed up pretty bad there because he's pretty much a skinless torso. I think there was also
2: a time like he was on the cover like that with like a big fireball where uh he was the guy that kinda looked like overlord uh, uh Ronald Winston, your ass. It's that guy.
0: Mm-hmm. What, Dread, what was Red his Knight? name? Huh? Dread Knight.
2: Yeah. yeah, didn't he do that to drag? Wasn't there a cover where dragon was just like scorched?
0: Possibly. I'm pretty like, sure. I, I think. I game. think I'm remembering kind of. So yeah.
2: it, anyway, there's anyway, a then.
0: secret, secret history to this story. Yeah, what? it's juicy, hot, hot takes. So this Ben Bishop guy, uh, apparently he's been you know an artist. I th- I think. Is I we don't know a lot about him, but I think he like drew like IDW's Ninja Turtles and a bunch of other things. Maybe he just did covers. I'm not sure. You go do. to he's done a lot though. He's been he's around. He's been kicking around. So the back cover of this is a like a a mock up of a early image comic that never existed. Mm-hmm. Um, the character of course is the Red Guy. Of course, it's called Switchblade, and this cover's got a copyright date of 1997. So apparently this uh, this this, this um, Ben Bishop guy, Raven got me wise to it. He's got a Kickstarter going on for some project. And mm-hmm. I guess it's not really about... I don't think it's about the Switchblade guy. This is just kind of a thing. It's own thing. Um, right. Apparently the Switchblade character he created when he was like 11 years old. And he basically had an opportunity to draw this story for Eric and incorporated his own character into it. Cause he had it and he could. And so he made cool. up this like this mock like nineteen ninety seven era image comic cover for it.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, actually really cool like just to think of like because this guy was eleven when you know you gotta think of ninety seven like he, he, he made this character up and then again to see him like, you know, on the back
0: of Savage Dragon like, you know, fighting Kerr, like that's uh it's awesome dude. I wonder how It's many really people, cool. I wonder how many people will look at this and wonder is this like some character I never heard of or did they miss <laughs> this?
1: I like the suggestion that uh it was
0: 25 cents. <laughs> <laughs> in my wildest dreams. <laughs> yeah, comics were a buck 99 in 97. Yeah, i was going to say I think they were 2 bucks. Comic Code Authority. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. don't even know when Image never never use that they never had that
1: that's what's so funny never so it's kind of like you know how like kids these days they lump uh shit from the 80s and 90s like together right they're like oh this is the 90s and it's clearly some shit from the 80s right that's that's kind of what you got going on here you, you know you got this vintage image cover with the comics code and 25
0: cents. <laughs> it's good that's very interesting Craig, you're not so hot on the character design, though. Eh, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's a little basic?
2: Yeah. It's nothing really special in my mind. I don't know.
0: It's he, looks, okay. he looks like a buff ant. Uh,
2: yeah. He does, actually, when you say that without the antennas. Oh, I get it. He- it's okay i i don't think if i saw this on the stand like a character like that i'm not sure i would go out of my way to buy it it's no not intriguing i, I also me, but, would not but i enjoyed the comic artist is a great artist uh mm-hmm. it was really fun the way it tied in with the story yep characters doesn't really do much for me but whatever still still a cool comic still fun
1: I like it, and I can't wait for more. Uh, If I had known this was where Alex's depraved search for dragon was going to go, I'd have been rooting for Homegirl a long time ago. I love his little, like, insect alien guys that show up. Little alien cop insect things. Halt, citizen. It's like, yeah, right. (laughs) You guys aren't doing shit.
2: (laughs) It was neat. I like how uh, Malcolm and Alex have a little glowing eye. Jawa glasses.
0: Yeah, they yeah they do have the Jawa thing going on, don't they?
1: They're in disguise, guys. They're in disguise.
0: No one will recognize us in this alien world that we don't look like anybody else. Although you clearly don't want to be walking around looking like you're related to Kerr.
1: you know what I mean? It's exactly. just funny, like... Like whenever like they have disguises like
2: that, they always blend in alien worlds. But yet, if they were like walking on Earth and you saw two people dressed like that, you'd be like, "What the fuck?
1: <laughs> Those guys <Hello>. are incognito.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those are such normal looking people." Uh, it's versatile. Yep. It works. It works for a variety of terrains: desert, space,
0: desert again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's good, desert,
0: dude. space, desert.
1: Yeah, yeah, space. both desert and space. It's all you need. So uh, overall impressions and feelings, my dudes. Uh, sh-
2: the la- the last couple pages of the issue blow my mind in terms of, you know, just is this real or not? So Eric's a master of it. We're gonna have to wait till next issue, but. That's what comic books are about, man. That's what Savage Dragon's about, keeping you kind of guessing, and that's the fun thing about it.
1: And you want to know it's heartbreaking is think to the solicitations. And what? not
2: seeing her in there, but that's done on purpose. He I know. It. Oh,
1: yeah. I know, dude, know? I'm just saying masterful. Masterful. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, it was a good good issue. It's got a little bit of everything. Um a lot of background on the characters still have like the glum world chicks kind of <laughs> searching their way around. You don't know what's going to go on now with uh, Alex and Michael Jackson Dragon in their search. Freak
0: Force shows up.
2: It's a little bit of everything.
0: You know, I know what my final take is. Yes, oh, let's go. Yes, the please. The most important thing that we didn't that that, that we have not brought up yet. What's that? The goatee survives the issue. <laughs>
1: it did, didn't it? Huh. I like long,
2: it. I gotta say, as long as Michael Jackson is the goatee's gotta survive, right?
1: Yeah. That's your super easy distinction. That's some mere mere universe logic. <laughs>
2: Or he's got or Michael Jackson's got to get some kind of scar or something on his face. He's chosen one;
0: you can't scar.
1: Ah, there you go. I'm pro mustache goatee. I'm pro goatee mustache. I'm pro goatee goatee goatee.
2: So, so that, is that your fi- is that, that your final word? Or you that, got that's more? That's my final word. I'd say you used it well. Yeah. Good job, Jim.
1: You're the champion for now.
0: For now, <laughs> get until, good, get
1: good, kid. Until oh, how does what that go? It? What was it when I'm gonna get all your points?
0: Oh, if um, if Maxine's alive, wait. Yeah, yeah,
1: and if she's dead, I get your points. That won't <laughs> really make me happy because Maxine will be dead, but it'll be some cold comfort.
2: What are you gonna do with those points? You
1: Put them you... next to my cool points. <laughs>
2: Buy all Dunkin' the, Donuts coffee?
1: Yeah, all those cool points I've racked up over the years. Got to be going somewhere. On the next episode of
0: Savage Dragon,
1: <laughs> two, three, four. Can I just stop and say how many times are you going to have that happen?
0: Two, three, four. Oh yeah.
1: Talk about we were we were talking about episode sixty nine one eight seven, and then four twenty. We got to give some love to two three four.
0: Uh, so go. the next time this happens will be three, four, five. <laughs> I mean, we'll all be dead. What the heck? What issue was one one twenty three? that's
1: what I'm saying. Just some shit that doesn't happen often. So cool. Should have been an anniversary uh, uh, issue. Uh, okay.
0: Wait, where is it?
1: Two hundred thirty-four pages.
0: Oh, it was that really cool cover where drag gets uh, the, the like the white cover where dragging it smashed against Smash the wall into the wall. <laughs> yeah. The one I think looks like Adam... The coloring looks like Adam Kubert.
1: I like it. Ghosts from the past. Malcolm Dragon heads into Dimension X on a rescue mission to save Angel Murphy. And he comes face to face with an evil, alternate reality version of his own mother, Rapture. Another outstanding achievement from award-winning writer-artist Eric Larson.
0: I- I gotta be real... I, I'll be real surprised if this solicitation is actually accurate. Okay. Oh? It seems kind of... If... If... if I guess I'm saying, trying to say is if Maxine is actually injured or dead... Uh-huh. It's kind it really unusual that he'd rush off to Dimension X. Or how would he even get to Dimension X? The U.S. government has the portal. Um, Freak Force has the portal at the moment. Well, yeah. Wink <laughs> wink. That's a good point. But did they, like, take it with them? It's pretty big. Well, I mean, I'm just saying they could be like guarding a gate. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. Could be because they mm-hmm. were they, they were talking about their friends being kidnapped. So I'm just trying to say I don't. Malcolm doesn't really have a lot of motivation to go into to Dimension X right now. So I'll be interested unless, to see how he gets unless there. Unless he
1: lost everything.
0: Hmm. <laughs> you know, except for his four kids.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Does he have a
0: goatee on that cover? I forgot. Ghosts from the past. Uh,
1: 234. Take a look. 234 Savage D. No, I don't think so.
0: Of course it could have been, it could just be subterfuge about Michael Jackson.
2: Yeah, but although on the cover he's got like sneakers and jeans. I don't think oh, Michael Oh, the double. Although the he could double. get them in
0: another dimension. They're all, they're all in their costumes though. Covers lie. Yeah. Yeah. It's true.
1: Man, it's gonna be a mind fuck for him to have to fight his own like mom because i he doesn't really have like memories of her too good right
0: um no because he got taken immediately and then she died
1: yeah because even i remember oh, that like You're not my oh real oh wait mom. wait
0: wait wait yeah that's right she he was raised by an alternate reality version of his mom so yeah, he, but did... he rejected it remember right but it, she he had been raised by her for a while or at least a couple of years so Right, at least until it was like five
1: or six. I want to say.
0: Yeah.
1: Can you imagine? You got to see your mom's naked ass body. Yeah, not great. Ugh. Not, not good. Not good. That's got to be Old an advantage. Yeah, that's got to be an advantage in a fight. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like You know what I mean? Like, damn it, mom! Can't look, <laughs> Malcolm, why are you missing so much? <laughs> He's swinging blind, folks. I don't know. I'm just saying, can't wait. I'm excited. I wish 234 was here right now. <clears throat> I'm dying, dude. I got to get that Maxine closure. Got to see Malcolm versus Rapture. Some juicy stuff. The p- pile of skulls. Do you think it suggests that the fight happens at Glum's lair? You know, he's been a little yeah. on the nose yeah. with some of his covers lately. I think so. Oh dudes bully boys although Alex we know she's not going to like just be back for the next issue so it could be totally fake
0: who knows could be I mean yeah I don't know like I said it could just as well be Malcolm I mean Michael and Alex just turning back up yeah hard to say
1: (laughs) well geez Louise guys uh is that it? That's
0: all I she think wrote. that's it. This so, is a good episode. hey, a wrap. Hey, hey,
1: boo, boo. <laughs> Mr. Ranger, sir.
2: <laughs> you get one of
1: them picnic baskets? <laughs> Why, though? <laughs> Where did it come from? Who knows? I love it. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. See you next time.
1: Man, that really was a good-ass fucking issue. Wow.